Hello, beautiful. You are listening to Mind Body Clarity. I am Amber Price, and I help women just like you reclaim your personal power by developing your intuition so that you can align authentically to a lifestyle that you create and design through empowered choices. I am going to share tips and strategies to help you live in alignment with your authentic self and feel empowered to make decisions with clarity. Let's go. Hello, hello, hello. I am Amber Price and I am so excited to talk today about what has driven me to create this podcast. So mind-body clarity was birthed by the concept of living with clarity. I was somebody who really just wanted to, as a child, I really wanted to do well. I wanted to be perfect and, and do the things that my teachers and my parents and, you know, other leaders in my life at the time were explaining to me that were right or the right way or the good way or the nice girl or the good girl. And through that, I had really learned something. I learned what my generational belief systems were. I learned what society believed. And I learned what was acceptable and deemed appropriate based on the behaviors and actions of other people around me. And this is exactly what's supposed to happen, right? Like we're supposed to grow up and learn from other people. But what I noticed was that when I started to develop my intuition, it was hard to understand what was happening around me because I was getting information as like, I'm going to say download. So my insights were coming in based on, you know, the energy that I was receiving through intuitive messaging. And that was helping me develop into the young woman that I was. So I'm going to say somewhere between like eight and 14 were, you know, extremely challenging. They were especially challenging because this was the time frame in which I was developing my own thought processes, my own belief systems. And it wasn't necessarily a very easy time. Like I did not have the clarity during this time frame of my life that helped me understand that it was okay to branch out. It was okay to grow and evolve into the person that I'm meant to be. And so I struggled a lot with trying to understand, you know, what is the right thing to do? And sometimes you grow up and and you're taught that if you don't go with what your elders are teaching you, that, that it's not the right thing to do. Like the right thing to do is to do what you've been taught or to do what everyone else is doing. So I struggled with it. And I remember feeling so outside of my body, like, attending family functions or, you know, this was a hard one for me, going to school and learning things and hearing things and seeing how other people behaved and some of the things that they believed in and some of the stuff that we just had to do and participate in every day. And I felt, I felt very disconnected as a child trying to go to school and being an intuitive child. And I also felt really disconnected from you know, my family, because I felt like I didn't really necessarily know that I was different in that sense. But I also didn't really know that it was going to be appropriate for me to discuss these things. Um, What I did learn is that when I started talking to my mom more, I started to realize that my mom and her mom, my grandmother, and other people in my family on both my mom and dad's side, they just believed that 
using your intuition was normal. Like it, it was a normal thing and that they all experienced it from one varying degree to the next. So what that did was that helped me feel a little bit more safe and a little bit less confused about the fact that, okay, what I'm experiencing and what is happening to me and happening around me is all normal because I'm feeling safe now that I was able to share this with my mom and also learn and see. And so once I had that awareness, I was able to actually pay attention to the other people in my family to see that there were certain phrases or certain language that they were using or certain times that things popped up that they would use their intuition for. And it became just a natural thing. So I felt I felt a lot more clarity in that. It wasn't I wasn't as separated. I still struggled when I was going to school. And and here's the deal. So sometimes when you're sensitive to energy, that means that you're walking around and you can pick up energy whether you want it or not. And that was the case. So in a place like a school or a hospital or a library or a shopping mall or a movie theater, there's people and people bring energy. And sometimes that means that you know, you don't know where the energy is coming from or, or what the energy even means. You just know that you feel off or you feel different. So when I was younger, I would automatically have like dizziness come over me. Um, and, or I would feel like I don't want to go and stand near a particular person. Or I also was very, very aware that I wanted to be around certain people. And that, and that was extremely interesting for me too, because there was just no rhyme or reason to it. I remember specifically really understanding that I was using my own free will and breaking free from having to do what was right and to do what was right for me was, you know, my parents took us to an amusement park and they got us rides and tickets and all this great stuff. And it was a beautiful time. But the the one particular person that was collecting the tickets, I didn't want to go stand near them. So I remember saying to my mom, I don't want to go. I don't want to go on this ride. I don't want to be here. I don't want to go near there. I couldn't necessarily articulate or communicate why. I just knew I couldn't and I wouldn't and I'm not going to. And this kind of made my parents wonder like, okay, well, why are you not enjoying this experience? We brought you here. You should enjoy it. What's going on? And I really did start to feel guilty for making them feel like, you know, this isn't a good day or that something was happening to, you know, like ruin the the occasion. But after I explained to my parents, I said, you know, I just didn't get a good feeling and I can't explain it. But of course, they've lived longer than I had at that point. So they understood exactly what I meant by I just got a feeling. So I felt better afterwards. But it was in that moment that I was in an amusement park in a huge city. And there were lots of people around and there was lots of energy happening. And I then decided at that young age, I was not going to do what I was told to do. I I was so adamant that I couldn't do it. But I had clarity in that moment that I that I could not do it. I could not go against what I was feeling because it was my whole body. Like I was dizzy. I was going to throw up. I felt like I was going to faint. Everything. I was sweating. I was shaking. Like I remember my dad saying, you look pale as a ghost. And I, and I thought like, I don't understand why I know I'm not sick. I know I'm not physically sick. I wasn't sick before. And I wasn't sick after this ride either, like after being around that ride. So to me, that was when I felt the most clarity in my young life, because 
I finally felt that I could be empowered enough to stand strong and say, I know this is what I should be doing as a good girl. And I know I should be grateful for having this opportunity, but I also am experiencing this and this is outweighing that right now. And, and thankfully my parents were super awesome and really, you know, encouraged me to be my own person and to have my own decisions. And what I learned from that was communicating with respect and gratitude, just because I needed to not do something doesn't mean that I had to be mean about it or rude about it or, or disrespectful. So what I was actually able to do was to learn how to communicate with clarity and with balanced emotions, because as a sensitive person to energy, one of my major issues was always, you know, dealing with other people's energy, which would shape and influence and impact my emotions, my physical sensations, because I'm what you call an empath. So if you haven't heard this term, an empath is someone who senses energy of others, but also can almost feel it like it's their own. So as an example, um, there are certain times that I might be standing beside someone and I might feel extreme pain in my right knee. And then I'm thinking, oh my goodness, like my knee is starting to hurt all of a sudden. And then I'll say that, I'll say, oh my goodness, my knee is hurting. And the person standing beside me says, oh, I know how you feel. I just had surgery on my knee last week and it's still really sore. And then as soon as they say that, I'm like, bam, my knee is no longer hurting. And there's this deep, profound awareness of this wasn't my knee at all. It never was. This was this person's knee that I was picking up. And and as an empath, my desire to heal other people from, you know, emotional or spiritual or physical or mental discomfort or pain is overpowering. And so I, I automatically like sponge it up, right? Like I become this sponge and I try to take it from them so that they don't have that pain and suffering anymore because I don't like that. I sincerely don't want other people to suffer. So when you're around a lot of people and when you're picking up on other people's energy, this is what we call an empath. It was a big deal for me. So now I'm in my teenage years and I'm now living with clarity, knowing like, okay, I can be an empowered person and I can communicate what I want and what I don't want to my parents and, and they can help me understand how to go about it and how to navigate it. But also now I'm trying to figure out like, am I physically ill or, or not? Like is, are, am I, are these my things or not? So I needed to find clarity around that because living as an empath can be extremely confusing and it can be very disempowering as well because now you're like influenced by, you know, the energy of other people. So you might decide to skip going to a wedding because you can't handle the energy. You might be someone who's like, yes, I'm so excited about going to the movies and dinner with you on Friday night. But then as Friday night approaches, you're like, how do I get out of this? <laughs> like I felt great when I committed, but now as it's approaching and I'm connecting to the energy and I might not even feel like rejuvenated or my energy might not be vibrating at a very good level. So now I got to figure out how I can get out of this. And it's not something that you feel good about either because you're torn. Like I would be torn of my commitment and my desire to want to be with my friends or be somewhere that I've been invited to, but also really battling the 
I want to run away and hide. I don't want to be around people. I would rather just be in my comfies on the couch watching TV or sitting in my backyard looking at the trees or going for a drive by myself and listening to music or just about anything besides being around other people or other energetic, you know, I call it chaos because it is like coming from every direction. So when I was younger, I I really felt like, you know, just having the clarity of knowing I, I can have my own belief systems and, and make empowered choices. But also, how do I balance and manage the energy that's around? Because like, as a teenager, you don't really know much about energy. It wasn't something that we talked about um, very often. So just even knowing, you know, you can sense someone beside you or around you, or you know, that person's going to phone, or you you can sense someone's going to be sick or hurt, like, you know, one of the things I've always been able to do, and I can't explain it, of course, but I can always smell if somebody's going to get sick. So there's like, say a five to seven day window where I was able to smell on somebody. If like, say, let's say, for instance, my children, I could smell that they were going to get sick. And I would say to my husband, like, oh, no, so and so is going to be sick. And they would say, no, mom, I'm okay. I don't feel sick at all. And then lo and behold, within one to seven days, they were sick with, you know, a cold or a flu or whatever. Um, and nobody else could smell that, but I could. So there were different things like that that were happening to me that created so much confusion. So in my journey as as an adult, it really became how can I live empowered? Like, how can I use my intuitive abilities to help me make empowered choices? Can I use my intuition to help me decide what I want to do for a living, who my partner is going to be, how many children I want to have, if there's something wrong with me or my loved ones, um, how to use my money, what house to buy? Oh my goodness. You would never believe how many houses I have seen in my lifetime before I decided to choose to purchase a home because I went by energy. So I did. I I did learn how to use my intuition and develop it and also to help me use, use it in everyday life to help me make decisions from even the smallest thing of what to eat or what direction to take when I'm headed out on the road and driving. It could help me with things as small as that to things as big as who's my partner going to be or how to invest my money or when to go to the doctor when something's wrong. And these are the things that I learned about myself over time. And I got into careers because of that call for service. I got into the healthcare industry. I got into the human resource industry. I got into operations. I got into these industries thinking this was what was going to do it for me. Because I did not know how I was supposed to be the person I was and also honor that by doing a good job and serving others. Like, what job do you get when you're a kid thinking, okay, <laughs> I can use my intuition and I know I want to heal others, but there's no little checkbox on the college applications that says this is the right job for you. So there, it was kind of trial and error. And, and that's how I learned everything in my life was do experience, decide, choose, right? So, so I got into healthcare, I got into human resources, and and I did a lot of service work for people. I did a lot of volunteering, I did a lot of stuff that was to be of service to people. Um, But it was never fulfilling that itch that I had that was allowing me to be me because in the healthcare industry and human resources and all these other industries, there are very prescriptive 
guidelines into what you're allowed to do, what you're allowed to say, how who who you can be and how you represent the company. And none of those things were aligning to me. Like it did not feel good to me. It, it felt horrible to me, actually, to the point where I was getting so overwhelmed with like dissatisfaction of my life that I was, I was extremely frustrated. I was sick a lot because I just, the energy was just being locked up inside of me and I just didn't have any way of releasing it to kind of align to what I really wanted to do because I didn't know what that looked like on paper that made sense to other people that was, you know, going to be accepted and approved. So it wasn't until, you know, I had a few children that I was realizing that it was getting more and more strong. This this call to action to be unique, to stand out, to do something that is not on, you know, the list of approved careers when you go to a, a career fair or you go to a career counselor before you graduate high school. So these were the things that, you know, I was considering. And so the more that I started to have children and the more I, I could see this spiritual journey that I was having with them, it became very clear that it was all I have to do is be me. And, and, and by being me, I'm going to like naturally gravitate towards what it is that fits me. But I also have to give myself permission to do so. So I had to learn a lot about myself and the the belief systems and the limiting patterns that I was creating in my life and the sabotaging behaviors that I was creating to keep myself doing the nine to five, Monday to Friday, corporate world gig. I had to really deep dive in there and figure out what was I lacking in terms of clarity that made me feel like I was handcuffed to this place or this life or this identity of myself. And it was a ride, let me tell you. Let me tell you, because when I decided to do it, and I finally broke free from the chains, because that's what it felt like. It was so empowering. And it was so relieving to finally be free to finally resist the natural gravitation of the current that society has created. And to be on the outside of that river and looking at the new horizon and expanding this. Like it felt like you have no idea how good. And this is when I began my journey. And I knew for certain I was working with energy and I was learning more about energy and quantum physics and how you connect as a medium, as a psychic, as a healer, uh, what the different archetypes were, what the different types of, of souls were. And so I was learning a lot about that. My husband was amazing. He bought me my first book and I love this woman to this very day. She's one of the most beautiful souls on the planet. Her name is Sherry Dillard and you should get her book. It's called You Are a Medium. And that was the first book I read. My husband bought it from uh, the bookstore for Christmas for me one year when I told him I really, really, really needed more clarity on this. And her book, book was the first one I read. I still have it. I still love it. And I just am so grateful that Sherry took her experiences and her wisdom and knowledge and put it into writing and sh and shared it with the world. And so I will link that in the show notes. But I had a supportive environment, you know, and I'm going to share with you one day about how I came to to make this shift and how much support I had for my family and, and how that worked out. But I mean, for now, I feel like what's important is just having the clarity 
to know yourself enough to decide that you deserve more than you're giving yourself. And the only person that can make you happy and give you clarity and create empowerment for you is you. And so once I recognized that and I really, really embodied it, my world around me and and me expanded and the opportunities that kept coming flying through the door and the the connections that I made and the the meaningful, meaningful work that I was doing to help others. It was so profound. I mean, I would be so overwhelmed with energy of joy, of appreciation, of gratitude that all of a sudden I started seeing the world differently. I started seeing my children, my husband, my parents, other people, strangers, concepts, ideas, strategies. I started seeing everything differently through a different lens. And it was so clear. It was like living in the lens of clarity. And also the more gratitude you have and the higher your energy is vibrating, the more you actually get to connect. It's like you keep opening yourself up and you keep grounding in and digging in and you keep uncovering areas of yourself. But when you do that, it's like this light that comes out and you are able to see parts that were hidden in the darkness before or in the shadows. And all of a sudden you start to incorporate those things and you accept those things and you stop denying yourself from the things that you really truly desire and want. And the one thing that I felt so empowered to do was to start asking for the things that I desired. And so that could even sound like, you know, not being afraid to suggest what we are having for dinner or not being afraid to decline an invitation to something or not being afraid to write a book or show up on a podcast or be a guest at a wedding or anything. I was empowered at that moment to really tune into my body, my mind, and my soul for utter clarity so that I could decide and make an empowered decision that made me feel Yes, 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 I am here for this. I am present for this and I am all in this. And that is the key. The key is your mind, your body and your soul have to be connected. They have to be interwound so that you can live in clarity. And when you're able to pull all of those things together, you're able to use those parts of yourself to really understand what it is that you want and what it is that you don't want. You know, you can get to the point where you're listening to your body and you're tuned into your body so much that you now know that every time somebody suggests that, you know, you go to a certain location, that your left knee twitches, you can be so connected to that, that you know that every time your left knee twitches, You do not want to do it. You do not want to go there. You do not want to move to that space. You do not want to visit that space. So this is the clarity that comes with developing your intuition. When you develop your intuition, you are actually deepening the connection between your body, your mind, and your soul for the ultimate clarity. And this is my journey 
and I am so excited to share it with you. And I am so thankful that you have brought me along with you on your journey. I will be sharing strategies and tips and techniques and different insights and my own experiences that I've had in my Mind Body Clarity podcast so that you can find the light that keeps you ticking, that keeps you expanding, that provides you clarity so that you can live in alignment with the life that you want to design and create. But ultimately, that is authentically your purpose and that you are destined to live and to show up in that full expression of yourself and to be expansive and to be too much and to be more than enough and to be all the things that you desire and need to be as a human in your own experience. And as a woman, to understand that it is okay to make a choice. It is okay to have a voice. It is okay to move forward. It is okay to have progress. And it is okay to be taking up space unapologetically. Thank you for listening. I will see you next time. You just listened to Mind Body Clarity with Amber Price. Please head over to www.amber-price.com to check out more information. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please share or rate it. See you next time.